0: And now he's just like, I don't trust anybody. And it's like, especially, especially from this family. And that's real. It's like, you know, if I was friends with somebody and they just completely royally screwed me over I'm not gonna turn around and be like, oh, I'm gonna be friends with your sister now. Like what? No, screw you, screw your entire family, screw your dog, screw your entire life, screw your cow. I hate all of y'all, you know? Sorry, yeah. no forgiveness. And so I'm not mad enough with me, like, nah.
1: No forgiveness. uh, We
0: have nothing to talk about. Hey, you guys. What's up? We are the Otaku Couple. I am Mrs. Otaku.
1: And I'm Mr. Otaku.
0: And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number 31. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us.
1: All right, so what we watched this week? Well, One Piece. This comes as a surprise. Um, there actually wasn't any One Piece this week. No. So
0: we didn't watch it.
1: Yeah, I guess we gotta wait till next week. Um, so I guess just moving on, uh, Black Clover.
0: <laughs> so Black Clover, Black Clover was good this week.
1: Yeah, Black Clover was pretty good. Was
0: say, we finally get to see this guy they've been teasing in the outro. For, like, this entire. Was it the outro or the intro? The outro.
1: Okay, yeah. The guy with the bandages or whatever around his face and the. Yeah. The animal looking teeth.
0: So, Mr. Otaku figured it out before I did this time, but basically, we have everybody showing up for the Royal Knights exam and they are split up into teams, and basically, it's like a giant, uh, was it? It's like a. Not King of the Hill, but like. Guard your flag? Or yeah, is it like
1: a yeah, game? yeah. It's like a capture the flag type.
0: Yeah, capture the flag. There we go.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that.
0: Instead of flag, so they have like magical crystals, of course, because magic. Mm-hmm.
1: And you have to actually destroy it, not just capture it. But I imagine that it won't be that difficult
0: to destroy it. If you can get to it. Yeah. So, yeah. So. And of course, the Wizard King is like, oh, yes, this is a test to see how well you work under pressure and use strategy with people you've never worked with before but he's really just like internally he's like I really just want to see your non offensive magic and see how that works
1: yeah he just like he's like a magic junkie like he'd like to see all different types of magic and he's just like getting a total thrill out of having all these people do battle and force them to use their magic in front of him
0: yeah and um, anyway of course Asa gets teamed up with this new guy and he is impersonating the vice-captain of the blue orcas. And purple orcas. I said blue orcas, didn't I? Yeah. Technically, blue is one and a half of purple, so I'm only half wrong. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he's impersonating the vice-captain of the purple orcas. And nobody really knows it's him, or it's not him, because they're, he's positioned at like the borderlands or something like that. Yeah he's
1: been away for a long time so nobody actually knows what the guy looks like but at the beginning of the episode we saw the guy coming in for the exam and when he met this new guy whose real name we don't know or whatever the guy with uh, with the black stuff on his face the black bandages.
0: He's going by Xerxes by the way.
1: Yeah when we met Xerxes or whatever he um he defeated the guy like it was nothing honestly and then he stole his robe and then went to the exam
0: yeah so the wizard king and his attendant know like that's not him but nobody else knows because of course they've never seen him before and anyway he's on Asta's team and Asta's on there with the um I think I want to say her name is Mimosa but her name is yeah. not Mimosa it's Mimosa For real, like the drink? yeah that's her name oh snap I just made that connection yeah. okay well anyway Mimosa and Asta are on a team together, and of course, Mimosa's is freaking out because she is like Noelle, even probably because they're cousins, and she has the biggest crush on Asta.
1: You know, it wasn't until this episode though that I realized that she was a Vermillion.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that she was a Vermillion either.
1: Like, I knew she episode. was Asta. I knew she was Noelle's cousin. And I knew she was
0: royalty, and
1: I knew Noelle's cousins were the Vermilians, but it never like
0: connected, never connected in my dogs. mind. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. But, but they're
0: on a team with Xerxes, and Xerxes is just like a douche.
1: He's like a douche, but he looks really cool.
0: Yeah, like. he's like a non Like he's just like a like a, like a like a like a like a like a neutral chaos type of douche. Like he's not actually hurting Asta. He's just kind of rude. You know, he like has stink bugs
1: and he like in stuck, face. and he, he stuck stuffs him up in his nose. nose he stuck the stink bugs in his nose
0: yeah like, he's kind of like an annoying douche versus like a dangerous one I guess
1: yeah he just w- wants to go around embarrassing people from what it looks like yeah but uh it could make for something very entertaining which is what the wizard king thought so he decided hey let's uh just let him keep playing along and it could be interesting
0: because this is all just for the wizard king's entertainment because let's be real here if the wizard king really wanted to stop eye of the midnight sun he could probably go there himself and do it because you know what the wizard king's magic is time he can just stop time for anybody so i mean really does he need a whole squad of people to go handle this probably not considering asta can handle some of the highest ranking members of the eye of the uh, the the, the, the. The
1: eye of the midnight sun yeah you know what i meant yeah and i mean if they really want to choose their strongest people they already know who their strongest people are it's the captains they could just have all the captains go the wizard king could stay back at the kingdom to protect everybody
0: and the vice captains would just be in charge
1: yeah which we discovered that they do have
0: We didn't discover that. Mr. Otaku discovered that, because I I said it last time, and he was like, no, they don't have vice captains. We've never seen that before. And I was like, I could have swore that there were vice captains in this system of ranking, but whatever, I'm not going to argue with you, because my memory makes stuff up all the time.
1: Yeah, so they do actually have vice captains. We just... We spent most of our time with the Black Bulls, and we've never heard of the Black Bulls having a vice captain. Probably to my knowledge. nobody
0: wants to be the vice captain of the Black Bulls.
1: Or maybe the vice captain of the Black Bulls is away. When we first saw this Xerxes guy, we thought he was a member of the Black Bulls, we but did. that turned out not to be the case. So, yeah. at least to our knowledge.
0: And he might actually be a Black Bull who's just impersonating, uh, I was going to say, Blue or orca, pur- pur- purple, a purple Orca. orca. Yeah, for fun. For fun. He and does. get seem kicks like out of it. Like he because could do something like that. It's important to note that most of the captains and vice captains are not here at this Royal Knight selection.
1: I don't think any of them are there. Um, are any of the captains there? I don't well the vice them.
0: captain of the purple orcas was gonna be there. But obviously, you know he's I mean, being in person. The, the but that vice just shows captain shows how weak uh, he is, though. Honestly, if he's the, the vice, vice captain, he got beat by a random.
1: I think the vice captain of the Silvers is there, of the Silver. Oh uh, yeah,
0: Noel's older brother. He's yeah. there. But that's what I'm saying. Like they're the only people there because. But uh, the actual captains, captains
1: are not present at all.
0: None of them are there.
1: Yeah, which I guess makes it a lot more fun because if they were going against the captains, I mean,
0: it wouldn't be fair. They would lose. Yeah.
1: Yep, yeah. and we all know who would be on the Royal Knight Squad.
0: Yeah which is why we, at the beginning of this we point out there's really no need for this test
1: no need but um, it's just for the Wizard Kings entertainment
0: yeah and it should be interesting so we'll see how this works out with Mimosa's plant magic Xerxes' unknown magic and Asta's no magic at all you know it's an interesting team but we do know that I mean they're gonna win because they're going up against people who none of them are main characters so yeah
1: and the, they're in the first round they're gonna beat these fighter characters and yeah. we all know this
0: so tune in to the next episode of Black Clover next week on Tuesday
1: alright so moving on
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the rising of the shield hero Ooh, I love rising of the shield hero Yep,
0: yep.
1: remember the thing we said last week about them like wrapping up this whole going to go get the holy water plotline in one episode they did it and they did it so quickly that like it I forgot plot line. It. I forgot it even <laughs> happened you know, it was like, they still haven't given her the holy water because of things happened, but they did, in fact, go get the holy water. And it was just like, I didn't even realize it. And so I was thinking back on the episode right before this podcast, because I was like, did they ever go get? Yeah, they did. They did. They got the holy water.
0: And it was so simple. Like, he went and he paid for it. And you know what? I appreciate the guy who gave them the holy water because the, pope, the yeah. pope, because when he showed up, um... He was like of course uh, nafumi was like hey we need holy water or whatever and we need the good stuff and he was like okay so it's gonna be one gold coin for the good stuff and he was like okay cool and raftalia's like no a gold coin is way too much and he's like for you a gold coin is nothing so he pays it and then the attendant brings out something cheap and of course nafumi being who he is he recognizes it he's like you're charging me a gold coin for that and the pope looks at it and he's ba- he basically just scolds the girl he's like why would you do this like are you being dishonest like that's wrong I hope you repent for this later and she's like oh okay and then they go and give him the real stuff or whatever yeah. and in my mind I just knew Nafumi was gonna say something to make the pope angry with him but he didn't but he didn't and they just
1: he was actually left he was actually pretty respectful to the pope yeah for the most part
0: and um as they're leaving uh well let's go back to the beginning when
1: they got before they even got to the capital they ran into this girl um her name is melty melty or whatever she's basically this royal who apparently got separated from from, her guards from her guards
0: because
1: she because she got distracted playing with philolios so you know when she met philo like she had a field day
0: Yeah, Yeah. but we also don't know that she's royalty. We just see a girl playing in the field with the Philoleans, and then they show up and they're just like, "She's not from the village. Like, there's no way." You see the way she's dressed. They assume she's royalty. You see the way that she talks. Nafumi's like, at at worst, she's the daughter of a noble woman from the cap or a nobleman from the capital. We should take her back or whatever and get the reward. Yeah, and so. They, um, of course, this. Well,
1: she her back. Asked, she asks them to escort her back,
0: and then Naftuli's like, "You better give me a roar for this because I don't work for free."
1: And she's like, "Fine, I'll ask my father." Yeah, and she was just like, okay, it's all gonna work out good. And then it was, they
0: he, get to the capital. They get and to the capital. She leaves she goes on about her, her way like thank you for getting me to the capital I can go from here and so
1: yeah she sends Philo with her though yeah, or whatever because he doesn't want to actually be associated so he sends Philo with her to get the reward mm-hmm. and then he's like I don't want anybody to know that it was me who helped this girl because then it'll turn into some, some whole, whole other, other thing. thing
0: like we kidnapped her and all of this that yeah, and other. And well, yeah the story he, will get twisted
1: so he was like I don't want it to have anything to do with me but Philo go and make sure I get my reward yeah. So Philo obviously Philo became friends with the girl, so it was all good or whatever.
0: And so they go do this thing with the holy water, and as they come out, there's a royal guard running towards them. And Nafumi, with instincts, he's just like, let's go, let's, let's just outrun him and be done. Let's with this. just get away
1: from him. So there, he's running away from the, this uh, this guard, and then
0: the guard is chasing them
1: relentlessly. The guard is really relentlessly chasing them. But we find out that it's not the guard we needed to worry about. Because, you know who showed up? The uh, spear hero. The uh, spear hero.
0: And he's like, how dare you employ such a beautiful lady as a slave within your party? Girl, Anger! Yeah. Yeah. Ah! And attack then, in the middle of a street.
1: <laughs> and this whole time, he's talking about Philo, right? And he doesn't know that Philo is also the bird who Keep previously... Him in the jewels. Kicked, yeah, kicked him in the kahunas or whatever that he can't stand, right? But Philo shows up while they're fighting.
0: (laughs) And he's like, I'm trying to rescue you, young angel. Don't worry, I will save you, beautiful. And then all of a sudden, he's like, What happened to that fat bird? And and Philo's just like, He called me fat. fat.
1: (laughs) Oh, Philo transformed and and kicked him, gave him a good kick.
0: Again, and he had armor this time, and she just straight kicked it off. And
1: he straight kicked it off. He had armor around his jewels to protect him this time. It didn't help. she she kicked him gave him a good one it was very satisfying
0: but before this it's important to note that when the spirit hero shows up he out of nowhere starts attacking Nafumi and Nafumi is just like stop look where you're at like you're causing damage to the city we're in the middle of a street like you can't just attack people here and he's like, no, I can and I will because how dare you have, you know, someone as else as a slave. And he's like, are you talking about Raphtalia? And he's like, no, the beautiful angel or whatever. And of course, Nafumi is just like, she's not my slave. She's my pet. First of all, let's be clear here. He'd he didn't actually say that. He didn't say that. He actually say
1: that, but his was face like, was like, come on, man. Are you serious right now?
0: Clearly, you don't know what you're talking about.
1: Don't know what you're talking about And of
0: course...
1: Uh, while this is going on, Mine shows up. Hold on, wait, no. Before Mine shows up, the guy who was previously chasing the shield hero, he gets in front of, in between the shield hero and the spear hero and begs the spear hero to, to stop, stop and look at the destruction and everything that's going on around. And then that's when Mine shows up, the uh, The evil girl who... The uh, evil princess. The evil princess who accused Nafumi or whatever.
0: And, she uh, shows
1: up and she's like... Well, it's fine now or whatever. And she pulls out some royal decree, paper of her authority and gets her guards to surround Nafumi and the spear hero so they can duke it out.
0: Yeah, which is dumb because like, like Mr. Otaku said, the guy from before, he's just basically like, this is not the place for a personal duel. If you want to fight, then do it somewhere else, you know, because while this is going on, some of the people, of course, are egging the spear hero on and they're like just all out brawling around them
1: yeah it started like a street fight because some people were like oh let them fight or whatever and the other guys who were like getting their goods and stuff knocked over in the street
0: and, and trampled on destroyed.
1: and their buildings messed up they were like no this needs to stop yeah. why are you egging them on and so obviously that started a street fight
0: yeah and then yeah. mine shows up and she's like "Ooh, i'm the princess and i'm so dumb i think that it's great for these two heroes who are supposed to protect our nation to just fight in the middle of the street because i don't like one of them
1: yeah and it was just so but then
0: melty shows up and she's like i order you to put your weapons down and not only do they put their weapons down they drop to a knee and they bow in respect and it's just like oh who is she
1: like like she's not just like the daughter of some royal
0: she is the daughter of the royal yeah like she's a princess
1: she's a princess matter not only is she any princess she is next in line line to to the the throne. throne you know so in melty the evil princess is actually no malty 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 the evil princess is actually melty's older sister
0: and they skipped over malty the evil princess for the throne because of her personality go figure
1: yeah so and this is also when um uh melty finds out that Not nafumi, nafumi is, is the shield, shield hero cuz she didn't know he was the shield hero because when she they asked call him
0: the uh the 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 um I don't the, di- t- the the
1: something of the divine so, foul something, something of like the divine foul is a heavenly savior whatever
0: yeah the heavenly savior the divine foul
1: yeah yeah or whatever because like he goes around healing people or
0: whatever.
1: with the talking falouy with the talking falouy but um anyway uh, but she found out he was the the shield hero. Or whatever, just now during this during this fight, because she didn't know.
0: Because she did. Because Nafumi doesn't carry his shield on his arm. He always changes it to um, a grimoire when he's just walking around.
1: Yeah, so people don't recognize that he's the shield hero right, right away. Right away.
0: And so she's like, "Well, I have a request of you," and then they go to uh, the, the, the the blacksmith,
1: armor. the blacksmith shop.
0: Yeah, and then before she can even get it out, Nafumi's like, "No." There's nothing that you can say to me that's gonna make me help you. If I had known you were royalty, I wouldn't have helped you before, basically.
1: Like, if I would have, well, not necessarily that you were royalty, but if I would have known you, you were the princess, then then I wouldn't have helped you. He would still
0: be in the woods.
1: And it's like, there's nothing you can say to make me trust you now that I know that you're a part of that family. Family. And that's how it left off. And I'm like, that's real. That's so real and i appreciate it
0: i do and that's one of the things that i really appreciate about this whole anime is that nafumi nafumi is a real person and the fact that he is a hundred percent relatable he's not this golden hero who's just like oh everyone deserves to be trusted until they prove that they're not trustworthy no nafumi trusted somebody when he first got there it went so far south that he couldn't imagine it and now he's just like, I don't trust anybody. And it's like, especially, especially from this family. And that's real. It's like, you know, if I was friends with somebody and they just completely royally screwed me over I'm not gonna turn around and be like, oh, I'm gonna be friends with your sister now. Like what, no, screw you, screw your entire family, screw your dog, screw your entire life, screw your cow. I hate all of y'all, you know, sorry, yeah. no forgiveness. And so I'm not mad enough to me, like, nah. No forgiveness. Right. We have nothing to talk about.
1: Yep. But, um, that's, that's pretty much it. And it was a great episode. We loved it. Shield Hero continues to be entertaining week after week.
0: Yep.
1: Nine episodes in, nine good episodes. That's what I'd say. Yeah.
0: I'd probably
1: actually go back and rewatch this in the dub. Yeah, I re like, the first six episodes in the dub. I'll probably watch the rest of them in the dub at some point when I around to it (laughs) um yeah alright so alright so um the promise neverland whoop whoop episode number nine
0: whoop whoop
1: so we left off last week with it uh Isabelle um breaking Emma's leg Isabella Isabella my bad Isabella breaking Emma's leg and saying that uh congratulations to Norman your shipment date has been set it is tomorrow. Yep. All right. So, um, we pick up this episode, and basically,
0: Emma and Ray are just like, You can't get shipped out. Like, we're we not letting it happen. You can't die. And Norman has this moment where we could finally talk about it, where, you know, he's in there with Emma. He's talking to her. He's trying to put on a brave face. He's like, I'm going to go get you some water and he goes and then like in the anime you can tell that he's like struggling internally with what's about to happen but in the manga there's this panel where he's just like i, I
1: don't, don't want, want to die, die. and that and panel was so, so powerful intense. and it's like they couldn't capture that in the anime but it was it was so powerful it moment. was
0: still a good moment it was though.
1: still a good moment but it wasn't as powerful it didn't have that, that level of emphasis yeah. as it had in the uh in the manga.
0: Only because there were no words and you didn't hear him say that. But, like, you see him, like, walk down the hall. And, like, everything all of a sudden has significance because he knows he's about to die. He walks down the hall. He goes and he gets a cup. He turns on the the water fountain and the water fountain doesn't turn on at first. So he has to try again. And then there's water running and then he just, he drops the cup and he falls to his knees and he's just staring, like, and shaking. And the look on his face is just like... This is real. Yeah.
1: And it was real. It was so real. He didn't want to die, but he put on such a brave Brave face face. in front of Emma and Ray.
0: And then they get there and Emma and Ray are like, okay, so you can't die. So what can we do? And they're coming up with plan after plan after plan. They're just like, we going to do something. And Norman is like, but the thing is, if I run away, then they're just going to ship out one of you guys instead. Like the shipment's not going to stop just because I'm gone. And then Emma's like, she just straight up looks at Ray. She was like, okay, Ray, let's break your leg. She's Uh like, it's gonna hurt and you're gonna be sick. And we're gonna have to like talk through strings, cups on a string and stuff, but you won't be able to ship out. I won't be able to ship out and Norma will be gone. So the plan will be ruined, right? And then Ray's just like, let's do
1: it. Yeah. It was like, like, but can it be my arm though?
0: Yeah, like like, let's 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 let's. let's, let's, If you got a broken leg, I shouldn't have a broken leg.
1: Yeah, like one of us needs to be able to move quickly. Yeah, (laughs) one of us needs to be able to maneuver. Yeah, I'll lose an arm. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah.
0: And so they finally, you know, talk Norman into it. And the plan is, okay, tomorrow during free time, you're just going to run away. We're going to play like normal, and then you're just not going to come back.
1: You're going to disable your tracker, and you're going to disappear.
0: And then uh, they're like, but what about the rope? And Ray's like, Don and Gilda are already making rope from the spare sheets or whatever. I've
1: already figured out a way to get food to you once you're gone.
0: It's good, it's sad. And one of the things that we could talk about now because it's happened um, in the manga Ray points out that like, we no longer need to hide from mom that we're planning to escape because she knows. Because before they were like sneaking around and trying to take, like, um, I think they took extra tablecloths or something, like something that they didn't use something that she that... wouldn't notice was gone. Mm-hmm. But they took the spare linen and she's gonna, mom would notice immediately that the spare linen is gone. But they're like, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. She already anymore. knows. Yeah. You know, but that was only in the manga. But the anime, and so back to the anime. Uh, Norman... He's like, he finally agrees, and the next day comes, right? And he's running. We see him running with the rope, and then he ties the rope to a tree. And first of all, first of all, let's just give respect to how smart these kids are. Because me and my dumb self would have been like, okay, so where's the grappling hook? How do I get to the top of the wall? You know? But no, what he does, he ties the rope to a tree, and then he gets a running start, and he runs up (laughs) sideways, like curved, up the wall. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's smart. Using physics and stuff that's
1: pretty beastly one yeah. way to use centripetal force you know he,
0: I wouldn't have thought of that he did, but
1: the, he did that thing though when he got to the top and it was real and we we're like oh yeah he made he it he made it he's then, looking over the wall he's
0: gonna escape and then we see him
1: and then we see um, the, it, it cuts over to mom, mom. And, and and it's
0: the end of playtime. It's
1: the end of playtime. Everybody's coming up coming back. And, and Emma and Ray are like like like, yeah, you can go ahead, look at your watch. It doesn't matter. Norman's gone. Yeah, the dots disappeared. Go ahead and panic. We don't care. Yeah, they just like, we got this.
0: She's like, Where's Norman? And then she's looking around and she looks at them and then she pulls it out. She pulls out her watch like, and she's smug. looking at,
1: and she's looking at the tracker. And, and, then, and then, she then, she, then she smiles. And then she smiles and closes it.
0: She looks to the left. This is like, like, Welcome welcome back, back,
1: Norman. Norman.
0: And they turn and the look of sheer, just like, distraught. They're like, Why is he
1: back? We came up with a plan. He's supposed to execute the plan. Why Why did did the plan go around? The
0: plan. Oh my God. And then. We come back and they're of course they're they're flipping out on Norman. They're like there's still time. They're like she already knows. We don't care. You can leave right now. You just gotta outrun her. You just gotta get you over you the wall. Gotta, you just gotta you, go. You gotta you just gotta go. Otherwise you're gonna die. And he's like and then the Norman walks to the window. He's like I can't run away. And then he turns around and look on his face is just like doom. And he's That's like right. on the other side of the wall. No. It's, it's a cliff. A cliff. And they pan out, and they show this cliff, and the cliff is so wide. It's like, like...
1: It's a ravine. Like, like let me tell you, this cliff, like, I haven't been to the Grand Canyon, so I can't say it's Grand canyon size. but, I like, mean, it's like so the, the size of, like, a city block. Like, at least the size of a city block. At least. Like, in like, wide, and it's you've a straight have gone
0: ball. on, like, a zip line over, like, a true, like, valley, that's what it's
1: like. Yeah, but it's a straight fall off after the wall. And you can't and even see the bottom. You can't even see the bottom. And all, and then it goes for a while until it gets to the forest. So it's like, from a distance, you see the forest in the background. But when you're on top of the wall, you see that there's nothing uh, connecting this forest to the wall. It's like an empty void. It's yeah. like... um. Some people will get this reference when Nappa uh, came to Earth in Dragon Ball for the first time, and uh, he made that giant hole. And Piccolo was like, "Oh, there's no bottom to this thing." That's how the hole looks in the Promised Neverland. <laughs> there's no bottom to it. <laughs> like, how you, how do you get across that?
0: Right. And then that also ruins the plan of like you know getting food to him because like, like even if he did get across, how are you going to get me supplies? You ain't
1: gonna get no food across that giant
0: <laughs> nice. thing, you know. So he was just like there's no way
1: but luckily um he didn't disable his tracker he never used the thing yeah so that plan is still a go and she doesn't know that they have the ability to To disable the tracker tracker.
0: yeah so we'll see what comes next week I mean I know what comes next but we'll see what what comes comes next. next yeah because if it's going to be what I think it's going to be it's going to be
1: Honestly, everything about this is going to be epic.
0: Everything about it is is going to be epic and I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yes, this is definitely like the best anime of the season. Period. By far. Not even close. By
0: far.
1: Alright. Um, Speaking of best anime of the season. <laughs> the um, domestic
0: Girlfriend. If you follow us on Twitter, you already know how I feel about Domestic Girlfriend. It started off so good. But it's just been getting... I wouldn't even say it started off so good. It started off with potential. It started it off
1: intriguing. It had my interest. interest.
0: Like, I liked that at the beginning, not so well, it's just like a regular teenager. He, he has seemed
1: a, like a real guy.
0: He has a crush on his teacher because she's young and she's pretty. And he she calls treats him special. You know, and he feels like... She treats him special than his other friends. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But that's all good. That's all me. in his mind. That's all in so his all that's mind. It's fine, you know. And then he meets random girl, random girl. And then his friends make him go out to a party, and he meets said random girl. And random girls basically like, "Let's hook up," and he hooks up with her. And then they say, "We're never gonna talk about this again." And he's like, "Cool." and He goes on about his life, and you then, know. And then loophole. Throw <laughs> you know, this a curveball at you.
1: Um. so now the, the teacher that he likes and the random girl are both his sisters now. Yep. You know? And it's just like okay well this got awkward it doesn't seem like it would be a good plot but it started off pretty interesting. Right.
0: You know? And it's just like how's this gonna work now? And it was all
1: good until this episode
0: yeah at first i was like okay maybe he's gonna get over teacher girl and go for the girl that he slept with you know they're still siblings that's still like not good but you know at least they're the same age at least it's like somewhat acceptable because like he legitimately had relations with her before she was his sister you know, like he wasn't breaking any rules at that point, but no, the anime takes instead of going to the left where it should have, it goes to the right, and it yeah. goes for his teacher Hina and
1: yeah. So let's let's just let's just put this in perspective. Let me just let's get to this episode because we've been doing a lot of backstory and buildup, but let's get to this episode. The meat of it is, um. Natsuo goes from being like the regular halfway decent upstanding guy to being um like creeper creeper, you know and it's like first of all Hina last episode she said she was moving out this episode she moves out but not only does she move out she gives Natsuo a key
0: which is like not great because also keep in mind that Hina knows that Rui her younger sister the girl that he actually had sex with has feelings for him and actually really likes him and the thing is
1: she's acting like she doesn't care
0: Hina is acting like she doesn't care and but we as the audience know that, that she knows. if Hina had left Natsuo alone that Natsuo probably would have actually developed feelings for Rui because he had them a little bit at first but she you know told him to forget that what happened ever happened but she was obviously making moves on him trying to get him to build a relationship with her. But obviously that's not going to happen because it's like okay, the girl you kind of like versus the the one that you're madly in love with.
1: The teacher that you've been following over probably for years at this point. Yeah. You and know. now she's
0: suddenly accessible? Like, of course. So in this episode we have Natsuo telling Rui that, you know, I'm always going to be there for you as your stepbrother. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. we're a family of four and he was straight up
1: Sister's owner. Yes, yeah, sister zoner. Sister zone, like up oh, you my sister uh, No. like this this is this is done.
0: This I'm is not done. doing this anymore. And then he
1: runs over to Hina's house, who is also his, his sister, sister and his teacher.
0: And you know and he just lets himself in and then just starts making out with her in her room.
1: Yep. At least she stopped it from going further than that.
0: Yep. But and he seems so dejected because in the rest of the episode he's just like struggling over like why would she stop me? Why would she stop me? Oh, my God. Is she not ready? Is she not ready? Does she not like me? Is this just a game to her?
1: And then he approaches her about this at school. He ambushes her after she gets out the restroom at the school. At
0: school. Like, let's let's be clear here. At school. Now, the reason why this particular thing bothers me so much is because I used to be a teacher. And it's just like, you are, first of all, let's just talk about how inappropriate this relationship is from the get-go it's like it's bad enough that he's now your your brother and you were living with him just because you moved out doesn't make him any less your brother but then on top of that he is your student and not just like okay he's a student at your school no like he is your actual student in your actual class that's a problem and then uh, like ignoring all of that you're having this super inappropriate relationship with him and it's like okay you gave him a key to your house that's bad enough but then you're like actually talking to him about your relationship and having a like a a sexual relationship with him at school yeah. In the hallway, like you're not even in like your classroom or in the faculty yeah, room, yeah, like the- you're just in the middle of a hallway outside of a public restroom.
1: Yeah, you're not even supposed to be in this hallway at this particular point in time or whatever, so nobody else is in the hallway. But it's just like seriously, and then, um, in a, an adjacent hallway, and there's windows so you can see from hallway to Yeah, hallway. because you
0: know, Japanese schools they have windows everywhere. Because I think, and I think the way it's set up is like there's a courtyard. And it's like set up like a um, like a box, like there are four hallways yeah, like that how, connect.
1: Like how um big apartment complexes are set up in America. Yeah, especially how their schools are set up. So there's a window in every room or every hallway or whatever.
0: That looks out into the, the courtyard or whatever. It either
1: looks out into the courtyard or out into the front of the school. But in this case, it's the courtyard. The courtyard.
0: And yeah. um and so she takes him by the hand and they're just holding hands, walking down the hallway to go have a quote unquote private conversation because she looks at him and she's like not here and i'm like okay where are you taking him you just took him to another hallway why not right there yeah,
1: yeah. He just took him to another hallway,
0: and then and, and then they,
1: while they're talking about this, uh, I think the, the principal, principal
0: walks by on an
1: adjacent hallway, and they like have to duck underneath the windows or whatever, and they still continue their little conversation. And she's like, "No, I feel the same way you feel, or whatever." And then she like kisses him at school, and it's, and just it's like, not
0: just like a quick peck; it's like they're full blown making out beneath the window in the middle of a hallway, holding hands.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It was horrible.
0: It's so bad. So bad. And I'm just so over this because I'm like, she has rejected him at least three times up to this point. The first time was in One her room. One of them room. was
1: the, to, the fact, to the point of saying, saying, all right, let's just commit suicide right now. It got that bad. And yet he's still like trying for this. And it's just like, I'm and over it.
0: Exactly. And honestly like his friend at the very beginning the thing that kind of also makes me mad about this is his friend at the very beginning who he doesn't talk to anymore by the way yeah he, he just like, dropped
1: off for some reason they still go to his job but you don't see, see him, him there. anymore
0: and, and he actually ran away from his house to go stay at his house and whenever he's going to Hina's house he's like oh yeah I'm just going to Fujimoto's house
1: yeah but he don't never see Fujimoto no more
0: and it's just but anyway I think his name is Fujimoto if it's not I'm so sorry for botching that name but it's just like he at the beginning his friend told him like okay it was bad enough that she was your teacher before but now she's your sister and her sister is the girl that you slept with like this is super complicated you just need to leave this whole mess alone just need to let this go it's shot it's done it's dead it's no good man you gotta throw it out you gotta let it go Mm. like you told her your feelings she rejected you it's time to let it go you know, and he doesn't take that advice. And then on top of that, Hina already rejected him. And, you know, despite all of her flaws and the fact that I don't actually like her, I will give her the benefit of the doubt of being like the first several times that he approached her. He's she's just like she shut it down. She, she's like she shut it down. She's like, no. Like, first of all, I'm an adult. You're a child. You're not ready for this type of relationship. And even if you were, we're in a situation where we're siblings and I am your teacher. This is never going to work, you know? And then, like, she's moving out. And because it's like, even though she had these feelings, she was still moving out, partly to get away from him. Because she's like, um, in the last episode, she was like, well, I didn't want to have to continue denying my feelings for you or whatever. And it's just like, okay, that's also bad. But at least you were making... The decision to leave the situation, and now all of a sudden you're just embracing it for all the wrongness that it is.
1: Yeah, it's just so stupid. It's so
0: stupid, and I had so much hope for it because I'm like, she broke off her affair, she was shutting Matsuo down. I was like, maybe this is going to maybe go. Maybe this anime
1: won't be as bad as I originally thought it was going to be based off the initial plot. I was
0: wrong. I was wrong.
1: I was it, really wrong. It, it made it look like it was going to be different, and then it curved ball right to predictable. Yeah in so, a bad way
0: in a super bad way
1: yeah so we're we're gonna try to tough it out because the anime should only be like 12, 12 episodes. episodes
0: and now this was episode 9 so, so that means we only have 3 more left three.
1: yeah yeah so we're, we're gonna try to finish it out but it's not looking too good um yeah oh um you wanna I think this is a good time for an ad
0: yeah let's do an ad
1: Alright, we're back.
0: So the thing, the thing, the thing, the a thing thing that we binged this week was Chef no the Third Plate. Food Wars. Food Wars. All right, um,
1: this one was 24 episodes for this third season. We watched it subbed on Bird.
0: And we watched it all in one day.
1: Uh, I think it was two days, actually. We watched like the first five episodes. I think we watched one the first day.
0: four because we watched 20 episodes in one day.
1: Yeah, and then the next day we watched like the next 20. So No. Yeah. No, but we,
0: we watched four and then 20. Yeah. And
1: then what? I thought we watched 19, but it doesn't matter. We
0: watched
1: all 20. But regardless... We watched a lot of episodes in a row. We, we binged it. We binged it.
0: Like it we haven't was, done a serious binge like that in a really long time.
1: Yeah, like a 20 episodes straight. Like that's a serious binge.
0: That's a serious
1: binge. And you have to have a real serious show to warrant a serious binge, binge like that. <laughs> like you know, normally we like stress the anime out over the course of a week, but nah, this one was like a day.
0: Shokugeki got the juice.
1: It was so real. Soma is a beast
0: Soma I love Soma Soma is arguably probably one of my favorite characters
1: Soma is a beast he's real he sees what he wants he goes to get it like I mean my dude has a work ethic like no other I mean he is he's legit I mean he's he's legit and this series is legit. This I mean everything about this is legit.
0: Okay, so we might now that we're on this, before we get super deep into this, this series is so legit, like first of all, our parents watched it and they like binged like the first six episodes. Oh yeah. Episodes. Six or seven episodes. And then we got them to play uh what was it? Overcooked. Overcooked. Yeah, so the cook the cooking addiction is real.
1: Yeah, it's right? it's, it's real
0: and then um if y'all again if y'all follow us on twitter you also know that I got my uh, best friend to watch Shokugeki and she hates anime like she is not an anime-er at all she's very much like I like reality TV and yeah she's
1: like anti-otaku I mean, she's
0: literally just... the opposite of it's an so,
1: otaku so wrong she
0: like goes out and has like real friends and yeah like goes to movies and hiking and like
1: stuff yeah it's weird those things
0: but she's still my best friend and I love her and (laughs) she watched it and she was like oh my god it's so good and I was like yeah that's what I've been trying to tell you
1: okay yeah
0: so, yeah, that's
1: that. Um, so, a lot happened this season. So, we're not going to go through everything for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> it was 24 episodes. It, don't so we don't have 24 you. episodes worth of talking. Oh, but we are going to spoil it for you. But we're just not going to give you the, the little details that make it even extra spicy.
0: Maybe we will.
1: Maybe we will. Um, <laughs> but if you haven't seen it, I mean, watch
0: it. Okay, so we've given you a lot of time to stop the podcast. So, if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, that was your chance. Alright, so we covered the fact that Soma is a beast. Let us tell you why. So, first of all, you have to, up until this point, you know, Soma has been overcoming pretty much every obstacle placed in front of him. And yeah. it's important to note that in the, the
1: only obstacle that he didn't beat was the finals of the. Uh-
0: the the false selection but
1: but he made it to the finals which no one even expected him to do and he held his own like they couldn't even judge it off a taste alone
0: because it was cuz all, all
1: of them all the dishes were so good yeah they just gave it to the one person who made a dish that, that only he, he could, could make
0: yeah and the person who won it's important to note is Haima right so fast forward he gets through the stagiaire which is basically their work study and while there, you know, he meets up with uh, Shino. And he's the one who, who was the first seat, you know, way back in the day. And who was super hard on Soma at the uh, yeah. camp in the first season. Yes, this
1: French restaurant or whatever. But and he that, teaches
0: Soma all these French techniques while he's there. Yeah,
1: that and was at the end of the second season.
0: That was at the end of the second season. But when he leaves, he tells Soma to go back and grab the first seat. And then we have like this really 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 tiny moment where we see him thinking about Soma and he's like you know grab the first seat because it's lonely at the top and I'm ready for you to be here basically and so then we cut back to you know Soma and his life right and the first thing that comes up is the moon festival and basically
1: before they even got to the moon festival um it was almost shown to us in like a flashback scene, right at the beginning of the first episode oh, yeah, of the season. after
0: the fall selection. And
1: basically, um, the people who made it to the finalists or whatever for the I fa- guess
0: the, the top eight, I want to say. The people who made it past that first Yeah,
1: the people who round. were at the top tier in the fall selection, they got to go and meet the Elite Ten. And you have to understand, these Elite Ten, they are the ones that run the school. They're you know, higher than the director. They're higher than the director. There is
0: no power higher than, than the,
1: the elite ten. ten. Yeah, the ten is that's it. So, so basically, people, it's
0: like every other school council and every other school that we uh, that we see.
1: Yeah. So the these ten students who oh, are wait, y'all
0: about to hear it. That's Alphonse. He decided to join us. Yeah. Hey,
1: Alphonse. Hey. All right, Alphonse.
0: Yep.
1: Calm down, little Alphonse Elric. <laughs> All right. So, um, he gets there, or whatever, and they all get to taste one dish made by, you know, the the Elite 10, right? And Soma, right off the bat, he was like, hey, I'm ready to be on the 10. Will any of you accept the geki Challenge for me right now, or whatever? And, of course, like, nobody takes him up on his offer, but there was one guy... um, Kuga. Kuga, and I don't remember what CD was.
0: I want to say he was like the eighth seat or
1: the ninth seat yeah something like that
0: i, I want to say it was the ninth seat because Arena is the 10th seat ishiki is the, the seventh. seventh the seventh seat so he's like the eighth or the ninth seat
1: yeah oh we're just gonna say he's the eighth seat but regardless he has a seat and he's like look if you can beat me at anything then
0: maybe i'll take you then
1: I, then, I, then, I, then I'll, I'll accept the Shogi your challenge from you if you can beat me at anything but it's like, okay, well he's a second year. We don't they don't have any of the same classes. So someone's like, How can I beat this guy?
0: So he decides that since the festival is coming up, he's like, Okay, so if I beat you in sales, Then you'll accept a shokugeki. And he's like, yeah, sure. If you beat me in sales, I'll accept your shokugeki. And you have to understand that Soma is like the only transfer student at this school.
1: So he doesn't doesn't realize. realize That
0: is not a regular school festival.
1: No. Like, first of all, most of the kids are rich. Their booths look like they're rich because some of the booths are literally bigger than most restaurants I've ever been to. Yeah, and like, and you can imagine that the eighth seat, one of the top dons who run the school and has a great reputation, uh, his booth was large. It was,
0: I mean, like it mm, looks like a castle.
1: Yeah, it was like you know ten times bigger than my living quarters.
0: Your living quarters? You make it sound like we live in like a prison cell.
1: Ten times bigger than the house we live in. Thank you. There we go. Um, (laughs) And that was just his booth at this festival. To cook, um, what was he cooking? What was his Chinese place?
0: food? Something spicy. It's like spicy, spicy. His specialty was is, is like
1: spicy Chinese food. It's addictive, and everybody loves it.
0: From a specific um, area. area, or whatever. But and so, Soma being Soma, he's like, you know what I'ma I'ma I'm gonna do? I'm gonna set up right across from
1: you. I'm set up right next to you. Which, of course, that spot was available because no one wants it. Nope. And um, he decides
0: he's gonna have a cart.
1: He's gonna have a little cart because you know that's probably what someone can afford. And <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna make Chinese food. Yep.
0: And his was, specialty.
1: Yeah. So. Eighteenth specialty. And it was real. And uh, let's just say honestly, someone got stomped on on the first day,
0: and on the second day, day, and on the third day, and on the third day. But but, a, but someone he, was gonna come up each one of those days that he learned from his mistakes.
1: He got more customers each day, and by the time that fourth day rolled around. Oh, he actually outsold the other guy. Yeah, he
0: beat Um, the other guy. He
1: beat the other guy on the fourth day, and I think he beat him on the fifth day. No, I
0: don't think he beat him on the fifth day.
1: But regardless, he didn't beat him in overall sales because he literally lost money on the first day.
0: He lost a ton of money on the first yeah, day. Yeah, he lost like, money on the, the first day. the rest of the day. days, we're just trying to make up for the first day. Because also keep in mind that if you lose money during the festival, you're that's grounds for automatic expulsion.
1: Yeah, like, if you have a net loss over, the like, the five days of this festival, then you get expelled. Yep. Yeah, but, you uh, know, it was real.
0: And somebody didn't know that until after he signed up.
1: Yeah, but it didn't matter to him. It didn't
0: matter to him. He was going to sign up anyway. Yeah. But, um yeah so it's like that in yeah. itself was super intense but what I love about Selma is how he like inspires all these other people who want to help because like when push comes to shove like he was in the middle of cooking he was falling behind the out of the woodwork all of his friends left their booths and they showed up and they are like hey you look like you could need some help. My crew can handle my booth. I'm going to help you right now. Yeah. And then I love talking yeah, cuz cuz it was
1: just it was just him and Magumi at first or whatever.
0: And then he got um the, the duplication guy, the perfect uh the uh the perfect man, replication
1: dude. I, I, yeah, the, I can't
0: remember his name, but I, he shows up
1: yeah he shows up
0: he's imitating he's keeping up with something and then Takumi shows up and he's like okay so what we make it. and then it, the, Takumi
1: comes in he just he can keep up right away
0: like, and then the, uh, the replication dude he's like are you going to be able to keep up and he's moving it he's moving it he's like oh snap he's matching so much speed how is he doing it it took me three days of training it, it took me three
1: days of image training, get to, training to get to this level
0: to get to this level and then Takumi just looks at him because this is the guy who stole his Mezzaluna, you know?
1: Yeah, his, his big knife.
0: And he's just like, why are you just standing there? Can you not keep up? And he just, like, straight smacks Takumi. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's, gold.
1: it's gold. It's gold. There are a lot of golden moments like this. If we pointed out everyone, we'd be here for
0: Ever. 24 But um episodes. So let's keep up. Of course, when Soma beats Kuga kuga's like okay so you have the right to charge me to a shokageki and someone's like but the five days aren't up yet like i have to beat you in overall sales not just one day
1: yeah and, and he didn't beat him in overall sales
0: no of course not but moving on after the festival we have dun 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 the advance and no. the advancement exams but what's important to know is that before they can do the advancements exams.
1: Before we can do the advancement nams, we have to finish what went on at the festival or whatever. So we talked about what happened with Soma. But um, Irina also had her uh, booth or whatever, her special little area or whatever, where she was only taking reservations.
0: uh, Reservations only.
1: Only orders. But she was saving a seat of one special table for uh, Soma's dad. Yoichiro. Yeah, Joichiro. Yoichiro. In case he ever showed up or whatever but um guess who comes in and sits down in that seat
0: you're not gonna guess or we're gonna tell you
1: yeah you're not gonna guess but we're gonna tell you um you might guess because you probably saw the show if you're listening to this. (laughs) but um her dad her dad comes in and takes that seat or whatever she does not want her dad to come in and take that seat he she obviously does not like her dad and we find out why
0: yeah and her Um, dad's really not even allowed on school grounds
1: he's not he's been banished Keep in mind, he's a knockery and the person running the school is also a Nakari.
0: But he's a knockery by marriage.
1: Yeah, but the but her father is a knockery by marriage or whatever. So it's like, he should be a part of this great knockery line, but instead, he's been banished. So we're like, and why is he... banned
0: from using the Nakari name.
1: And banned from using the Nakari name. He's not even supposed to use the name. He's, a,
0: he's supposed to use his uh, original name, which is Nakamura.
1: Yeah, whatever. Whatever his original name was. But yeah, but basically... Um, he comes, demands some food from his daughter. Um, she's like, no. She She's like, no. Someone comes up or whatever. sees has to do with a bad attitude or whatever. And when uh, someone's talking to Erin or whatever, Dad is like, I don't like the company you keep. You need to keep better company. And he gets up and walks out or whatever. And after, before he walks out though, he insults everybody who's there in her in her restaurant, basically. But, um we keep going and he walks out the door and as soon as he walks out the door there are all these black cars with their headlights pointed straight towards the door the director gets out or whatever and he's like hey
0: you ain't supposed to be you ain't here. supposed to
1: be here i banished you you need to leave now like it, it we never see ain't it get so real but um surprising thing happens uh guys like um no i don't think i'll be leaving and he uh, was like, like, I think I'm gonna take
0: your job. I actually,
1: th- yeah, I'm actually gonna take your job or whatever. And, and the director's like, look at him like, what are you talking he's about? You can't saying, be what serious.
0: What kind of drugs you he's smoking, son? Like,
1: All right, but he's like, well, the thing is, um, there is someone above you, and that's the ten. And um, I have uh, permission here from six of the ten to be the next director, and uh, for you to resign. So um, yeah, so six of the ten decided that he wasn't fit. And decided that the other guy was. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah. So, the director, Erina's grandfather...
0: Is out. Is and out. And the director, Erina's father, Otasan, Is in. And, yeah. Evil director. And, basically, that's where the second half of the third season takes off. Um, We're not going to go into super extra detail. But, basically, the whole gist of this is... Eren's father wants to change the academy so it's no longer about originality and hard work and creativity and basically imagine Soma personified and basically saying it's no longer a place for him. So hard work, creativity coming up with your own recipes, it's about none of that anymore. It's about none of that. It's all about being able to replicate the dishes given to you exactly as the Elite Ten approve of. And so he makes this a group called central and yeah. central is the governing body basically and basically composed of the elite 10 and the chosen ones
1: and a few other select chosen ones or whatever and, and basically uh, it's like what they say is is law they don't make their nobody makes their own dishes anymore but they're taught how to make these awesome dishes from the 10 or whatever and, so and, all and that's all they can make
0: fall in line because you have students like some of course who are awesome in his own right by his own strength but then like you have the majority who are just mediocre and so in their mind they're like yeah no we're not allowed to create anymore but like can you imagine being able to even cook get, something, cook something on, even on the level close to of that the of the elite 10 yeah. it's like i'm fine if they want to teach us and so they actually have the elite 10 teaching the classes on how to cook these things
1: yeah and,
0: and um of and, course soma and his friends are against it
1: yeah they're they're against it but that's not the only thing though some other people were also against it because with this new system that they had set up with central they basically said a lot of things weren't needed anymore the main thing being clubs so all the clubs that just participated in this festival no all of them shut down immediately even um their dorm was up to be shut down or whatever because they were like look um you op- operate as an independent entity and we don't need you to be independent anymore that's not necessary under central's rule so they were just shutting everything down or whatever and of course one of the groups decide to do a shokugeki or whatever to change the decision but when they go to try to change the decision or whatever they have to battle against a uh, what was the guy he was a uh, ninth seat or whatever etsuya etsuya or whatever they have to battle him in a shokugeki but they do the shokugeki and the judges don't even taste the food and they automatically mark the other guy as the winner and the whole thing is rigged so it's like crazy or whatever. So the, everybody... All the challenges get rescinded. Because everybody feels like they can't win. And the Shokugeki's dead. Because he's basically bought off all the judges. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't deter Soma. He challenges him to Shoku Shokugeki anyway. Even though he knows it's rigged.
0: And he wins.
1: And he wins. It was real. One of the many real challenges. Go ahead. But, um... Yeah. So we get more of the same and basically some in his group are basically considered the rebels or whatever because they don't want to do what Central says and when it comes to the end of the year it's time for their advancement test or whatever for them to become second years and basically they're just hit shafted time after time with like these dumb stupid tricks to try to get them kicked out of school so they don't pass the test or whatever
0: and they just overcome them left and right and left and right and then they split them up. And then they're finally like, okay, you guys want to pass? Like, everybody else are going to have these regular exams. You guys, if you want to pass, you have to defeat the Elite Ten. And, of course, the only one who passes is, um... Erin is not forced to take the test because her father doesn't want her expelled. He wants her to follow in line. Soma beats the ninth seat. The new ninth the seat. The new ninth seat, who is, uh, Hayema, Who he was friends with, but, you know there's all that other stuff that happens. Yeah,
1: that's a that lot of stuff That you're just going to
0: have to watch if you want to know everything that happened. But basically, Hayama joins Central and Soma beats him in a Shokugeki and it sort of brings him back to his senses. But in exchange, Haima's expelled because, you know, he lost a Shokugeki and he's part of the Elite Ten. And that's sort of the punishment or whatever. Yeah. And then um, Takumi and Megumi also, um, when they their challenge against the elite 10 but it was against the second seat rendo and it's sort of made clear that while she was on board with it she's not necessarily on board with the methods i guess if yeah. she gives them a super simple task like just make me some food that makes me say yum and of course both of them do super super easy yeah and all of a sudden like their giant fleet of rebels and it's not really a fleet but it's like easily yeah. about 20 yeah, that, that, their, their
1: little squad of rebels is like shut down the sh- four. Shut down the four, and, and ba- basically, keep going.
0: Oh, and basically, um, Soma is just sort of like fed up with this whole thing. So, uh, Soma, Arena, Takumi, and Megumi. Uh, Erin was like, let me talk to my father to see if I can get them unexpelled because, you know, he's the director and she's like, okay, I'm the bargaining chip. He wants me, so maybe I can use myself to get them back in school or whatever. And basically he's like, no, like I'm not playing your game or whatever. And then out of nowhere, Soma's dad shows up and we learned earlier on that the reason that the director is doing all this is because of what happens with Soma's dad. And basically the short version of that is Soma's dad was there. He was the second seat on the Elite 10, but he was number one in creating dishes. He was number one in Shokugeki's. He was number one in all the competitions that he entered. But basically, everyone chalked up his work into just pure genius and talent, and nobody recognized all the hard work that went in behind his dishes, and they were always just like, okay, so what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And so that's why... He got basically. He basically got burnt out, and so he left school because he just couldn't do it anymore. And uh, Nakamura, Aaron's dad, he was just basically like emotionally hurt by his decision to leave, and so his decision because he idolized him. Because he idolized him, and he was basically like uh, telling, doing all of this at the school so that no one would have to experience what Selma's dad, Joichiro, went through of. Okay, I can't come up with another dish. Like, so all he's doing is teaching them these are the skills, this is what defines gourmet food, and it will be this thing that we define versus always having to come up and experiment with something new. And basically, what Selma does is he just tells the director, he's just like, hey, Let's just stop playing these games, right? Let's have your, your crew cook against my crew and a team Shokugeki, yep. right? And he doesn't the even know. Gets, the
1: winner gets the seats on the tent.
0: Right, and he doesn't even know what a team Shokugeki is at this point. He's just like, let's just stop playing all these games. And so the director, he's like, but you don't have anything that I want. Like, my crew is going to defeat you Regardless, Like, we've already seen evidence of this. And And then that's when when Doichiro shows up. And he's like, don't be like that. that. Like, come on, let's just play the game.
1: He shows up and he's like, basically, um, I bet pretty much my life on on, on these kids winning.
0: He's like, let's have a shogageki. And if you win, then I will shut down my family restaurant and I will be one of the minions in your army. I will cook whatever you tell me to cook. And of course, the director who's obsessed with Joey Chiro can't pass up that opportunity. So he's like, okay, cool, fine. And of course, you know, someone has this thing like, why would you say that you're going to shut down Yuki here? What? Like, I'm going to get kicked out of school and I'm not going to have nowhere else to go? Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. let's think about this. Yeah. But-, but um, basically, they go through training and everything and at the end of the season, we see them They're at the Shokugeki, and they're going up against the 10, and they scrounge up another...
1: A few other... Four people?
0: No, they scrounge... There was four of them, and they scrounge up another four. The three who got kicked off because they didn't vote with the 10, plus... Plus um.
1: Plus their group, plus... um, uh, Plus uh, the
0: replication guy.
1: Yeah, and Ishiki.
0: Ishiki was one of the three who got kicked off the 10. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. So... uh, it was, it was all real but regardless um, we left off right after the first round of course someone's participated in the first round of this team Shokugeki and, uh, and, he, Shoku and, uh, and he won he beat the his
0: 16. team his team wins like all three all rounds. three
1: of them it was a straight sweep on the first three on three match or whatever so yeah. they've knocked down three of the members of the elite 10
0: and one of them let's just point out like they were so like low they didn't even show their battle like they showed ishiki's battle and they showed soma's battle but they didn't even show the other guy they were just like yeah he's there but he's yeah not. i
1: think it was the guy who was the former fourth seat was on third seat the former third seat yeah. was on soma's side and he was going up against uh the current fourth seat i think
0: something like that it was the current fifth seat or, or something, something like that. that
1: and he and he just demolished them and they didn't even bother showing it
0: No, nope, we don't but, know what their challenge was we don't know what they made we didn't see any of it we don't yeah. know anything about them they didn't even bother animating her face she wore a hat her eyes were covered and when she was defeated she still had a hat on with her eyes covered
1: yeah so yeah nameless faceless person defeated But um, there was so much good stuff about this season.
0: Honestly, we can keep talking about it. We can keep talking about it. We have to wrap this up. Yeah, we
1: have to wrap this up because this is like the longest podcast we've ever done. But um, what I will say is that there are many other moments that we didn't even get to talk about. Like how Soma's dad did a one-on-50 Shokugeki in one. Like that was beastly. How Soma had a Shokugeki against the first seat. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Soma Shokugeki against the sixth seat. I mean, there's there's so much great stuff in this anime and in this season alone, like you have to watch it.
0: Yeah, so...
1: That's pretty much uh, it for Shokugeki.
0: Alright, so yeah. Um, we are going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. Um, next week we are returning to our normal scheduled programming. One Piece um, will be back. One Piece will be back. So, we'll be picking that up, as well as, you know, of course, Black Clover, Rising of the Shield Hero, Promise Neverland, and Domestic Girlfriend. And this week, we're going to be binging something new. Um, The plan is to binge Iriduku: The World in Colors. Um, It's on Amazon Prime, for those of you, if you want to watch it with us. But, um... Yeah, we'll we'll see how that turns out. The description sounded really interesting, so I'm intrigued by it.
1: I know nothing about this anime. Mrs. Otaku picked it. Um, it should be a good
0: one. Yeah, hopefully it will. Um, also, in other news, your new public service announcement from the Otaku couple.
1: All right. Um, we started a YouTube channel. Whoop, whoop. So, um, I don't know. You guys may have not seen it from Twitter, but we started a YouTube channel, um, we put a little teaser video saying basically what's going to be on our YouTube channel, and we also did a put up an excerpt of uh, last week's podcast. Um, basically, we're going to do that every week, you just put an excerpt of the podcast, and then in addition to that, you'll get extra content on YouTube, um, our thoughts on things that we really don't get to go into great detail about in the uh, podcast um our series that we have planned so far are i'd rather talk anime which will be coming up first our first one is going to be about uh dororo
0: yeah and Um, basically it'll just be the stuff that we want to talk about but we just don't have the time to talk about on the podcast yeah so hopefully it'll be like fun and it'll also be a lot shorter like it's not going to be an hour-long video
1: yeah it's going to be a lot shorter and it's going to be about one in particular topic. And, um, our, another series that we have planned is I'd rather manga. That way we can start talking about some of the manga and stuff that we're reading and where we are in the manga because um, we don't want to put that mixed in with our regular podcast. Because
0: we don't want to spoil you guys. If you are like us previously and you were just anime only, yeah, we I don't want to tell you about re- the manga.
1: We respect people who are anime only, but if you want that extra manga content, like what's happening right now in the Promised Neverland or whatever, um,
0: then you can uh,
1: You can go and watch those videos when we upload them.
0: When we upload them, because they're not actually created yet, but they are in the works.
1: Yeah, those are planned. And we also plan on doing an I'd Rather Not series, for those series that um, we just don't like. And we so right if you know how
0: it. much I hate School Rumble, I'm going to be talking about how much I hate School Rumble.
1: Yeah. That's going sorry. to happen. I'm
0: sorry for cutting you off, but like I get passionate about how much I hate that.
1: I know you do. Very passionate. That's why we're going to have a uh, video on it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. So that is actually the end of our podcast. If you liked it, please subscribe to the podcast and head over to YouTube and you can subscribe there too. And then after you do that, head over to Twitter and follow us. And then after you do all of that, go tell your friends about it.
1: All right. We're at I'd Rather Anime on pretty much everything.
0: Yeah, I think we are I'd Rather Anime. I think we've claimed it on pretty much everything at this point. Yep. (laughs) All right. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad that you decided to anime with us today. Until next time. Peace
1: out. Alphonse, stop.
0: Please. (laughs) Holding hands, walking down the hallway to go have a quote-unquote private conversation because she looks at him and she's like, not here. And I'm like, okay, where are you taking him? You just took him to another hallway. Why not right there? Why not? I
1: I don't don't want want to to die. die. What are you talking about? You can't be serious. What kind of drugs you smoking, (laughs)
0: son? So, like, Can we watch some anime now?